Welcome to Into the Light, a different life story. And today we've got 10 points in 10 minutes with my namesake, Stefan Neff. Stefan, all yours. Awesome. Thank you, Stefan. It's kind of weird saying that again, but that's awesome. Nice to see you again. So the 10 smart tips and tools for sobriety. So I'm going to start with number 10. It's called VACI. So that stands for Vital Absorbing Creative Interests. A vital absorbing creative interest, means VACI, can help bring simple pleasures back to your life, free of substance use and unhelpful behaviors. So how it works. Because in the past, when we were kids or teenagers or young adults, before our addictive behaviors came in our life, we had amazing things we love to do, some hobbies, things we enjoyed to do. So what it is, is you make a list of five things or more, 10, and the things that you enjoyed doing. Then what you're going to do is you're going to list them, for example, on a list of 10. Then you're going to put a number from 1 to 10 from what you felt in the past. Then you do it for about a month. And then you're going to go back and put another check mark, means list it from 1 to 10, how you really enjoy doing it. This is when you're in your active sobriety. So that you make a list, you do the stuff that you love to do. And then you go back and you list it again. So that is number 10. Number nine, urge log. So an urge log identifies triggers that are a very important part of sobriety and recovery. So what you're going to do is you're going to get a, like it's a graph. So you're going to have a graph that is like an Excel worksheet in a sense. Now, Smart Recovery has uh, tangible tools that are fillable PDF files when you go to Smart Recovery. So you're going to put a date in one column. And then you're going to put time. And then you're going to rate it from 1 to 10. Then another column is you're going to mark down the length of time that urge was. Then another column is what the trigger may have been caused by. Then the next column is where were you? Who were you with? Then the next column is how did you cope with that urge and craving? And then the next column is what new activities did you do when those urges and cravings came on? So that's an urge log in a very short, little descriptive. Next one, number, number eight, lifestyle balance pie worksheet. Now, this is a fantastic tool. So just think about the lifestyle pie as a pizza. So you make a round circle on a piece of paper. Then you make eight pizza pies. Then what you're going to do is you're going to write down on each of the pies, the things that you do in life, for example, it may be your health, exercise, volunteering, uh, your job, your family. And then you're going to write them all the way around so you get about eight of them. Then you're going to rate them from one to ten. On each point, you're going to, how much time do you spend on those, on those, that one pie? Means your family. If it's a playing full out, put a nine or a ten. But if you're spending more time on other areas of your life, put it down towards maybe five or six. So you go all the way around. Then what you're going to do after you've marked them all, then you're going to connect the dots and to make your pie balance. Now, if you have some points that are maybe from a seven to a five or a four, then you're going to look at that. Is it round, just like a tire in a car? Because when a car rolls, it rolls smooth if it's nice and round. But if there's some dips and valleys in it, it's going to run really rough. 
So it's just like life. If it's nice and round, it's going to roll smoothly. So you can spend more time on the things that need more work on it. So that's a life balance worksheet. So what we're going to go to number seven. Number seven, change plan worksheet. So now this worksheet is a very straightforward. And so you'll have a, there's a PDF in the Smart Recovery website. It's, you list the changes I want to make. That's the first aspect. Number two is how important is it to make these changes are? And you can rate that from one to 10. Then how confident are you that you're going to make these changes from one to 10? Then the most important reason I want to make these changes are, you write these things down. This is a PDF file, everyone. The steps I plan to take, the changes are. How other people can help me. And you can write all the people. It could be a counselor. It could be a family, a friend. It could be a, a coworker. How will I know this plan is working? When? So how do I know this plan is working when? You write it down. Some of the things that can interfere with this plan are, and this is another aspect of it too as well. So that's step-by-step -step process to create a plan in your own life. So then number six, oh, one of my most favorite, it's called Disarm, Destructive Images and Self-Talk Awareness and Refusal Method. Now, this is the aspect of what images we see. We could be driving down the street, all of a sudden a pub, we see a pub. Oh, this little, little voice in our head means the little salesman is talking to you. Oh, you should go inside. You should go inside. Now, this is where the self-talk. You can use the other side, means the rational side of your brain, going, you know what? There's costs. There's cost to this. And so then the other side, no, just go ahead and do it. So you want to name that salesman. Whatever you name it, you can tame it. And then you start to, the urges and cravings start to disappear as you have that little talk with that little salesman. So that's the disarm tool. Number five. Oh, this one is so dear to my heart. It's called the hierarchy of values, HOV for short. So what you would do is write down about 10 values that you value the most important in your life. It could be family. It could be your health. It could be your job. It could be volunteering, whatever it may be in your life. And so you write those 10 down. Then you break it down into the top five, top five hierarchy values in your life. Then ask yourself, when you're in sobriety, where does sobriety sit on that list of hierarchy values? What you what people didn't realize in the past was where was the unwanted addictive behavior sitting on those values? And a lot of people may be not aware of this, but it may have sat really number one. Because when we think about addiction and alcohol or drugs, that value is number one because we put everything else below that. And when we're in sobriety, we make sobriety number one we create a much different vibration in life. So that's the hierarchy value in a short. Now, number four, cost-benefit analysis. And if you're in business, you know what a cost-benefit analysis, but we're doing this with addictions. So you get a piece of paper and you make four quadrants. And at the top two is you got the cost and benefit of using. And you list all the costs of using. 
And on the other side, all the benefits of using. And at the bottom is all the costs of not using and all the benefits of not using. And for example, for example, a, uh, a cost of using, it could be a hangover, it could be law, it could be um, money. The benefits of using, maybe you were a better dancer or you were more, source, uh, more social. And of not using the cost, well, you'll have to deal with life on life's terms sometimes. Then the benefits of not using, well, you get more better health. Um, you have better relationships with your family. So that's the cost benefit analysis in a short one. Number three, it's called the DEADS tool. So DEADS tool stands for D is deny or delay. And so when an urge comes on is how are you going to deny it? How are you going to delay that urge? And on the Smart Recovery website is another fillable tool. And you can list all these when an urge comes on. E is for escape. So where are you going to go? How are you going to escape this urge right when it happens? And A, A is avoid, accept, or attack the urge. Accept an, an urge, it's only going to last for a short amount of time, and it will subside. You can attack it really strongly. You can avoid it by getting uh, almost as similar as what escape is. D is distract yourself. So find other alternatives to distract yourself. The S is substitute with a new healthy activity when an urge comes on. And you can do this as a snap of a finger. Number two, one of my most favorite is journaling. So journaling is a bigger aspect of, of an urge log, but this is more getting into your feelings because your feelings are very deep when you're in, a, in your sobriety, when you're recovering. So when you do a journal every single morning when you wake up in the morning, how do you want to show up in this world? What are you grateful for? How do you feel? So you can detail what you are doing when you first wake up in the morning. And if you carry a journal around with you, like myself, I jot things down towards the day. And then in the nighttime, when you, at the end of the day, you can really let loose and you can share all your thoughts and feelings. No one needs to read your journal. It's only for your eyes only. Because a journal is your sacred. It's like a, uh, a diary to a certain degree. But it, then you can go back and read your journal. Maybe you've had an urge or craving. And so how did you deal with that? So journaling is a big aspect of smart recovery and recovery. Number one. This one is, how do I say? It's one of the most powerful tools created by Albert Ellis. It's called the ABC tool of coping with urges. So the A stands for the activating event. So what happened that caused an urge or a craving or an upset feeling? You could have been driving down the road, somebody cut you off, or you start getting in an argument with a boss, coworker, or your wife, um, or your husband, whomever it may be. What is the B? B is the belief around the event. B is the belief that we're thinking about the event. C is the consequence, means the emotional feeling. So when we have an emotional feeling, it could be anger, it could be sadness, it could be disappointment, whatever emotions comes through your mind. Then the D, you start to think about it. 
and go, is this really true, what I'm believing about this event? So you start to dispute it and really hardly dispute. Is it real, rational? And if it's true, it's true. But if it, you start to really dispute it and you find, you know, that where's the evidence to it? And so you're writing these things down. And there's also another PDF file that's a, in Smart Recovery's toolbox to help you do this tool. Now the E. E is the effectively new way of thinking and feeling. And you're writing these down. What do I want to feel? What new feeling do I want to feel? What new thought comes to your mind when you, after you've disputed it? So this is an ABC. You can use it for urges, for anger, uh, for emotions, for anxiety. Whatever happens in your life caused by uh, an emotional upset caused by an event in your own life. So that's the ABC in, in, in a nutshell. Thank you, Stefan. An absolute beautiful, beautiful 10 minutes. Well, kind of uh, 10 points in 10 minutes. But I loved the succinctness and I loved the powerful way that Smart Recovery can provide you with tools to work with it if the 12-step program is not something for you, if you have problems, or if in fact that from just a natural point of view, you love the smart recovery more. Brilliant. Stefan, I'm so grateful that you came onto my show. Look after yourself. And you guys out there, stay strong. You can do it, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.